Welcome to the Client Stampede Podcast. Everything you need to know to get more clients, make more money, and have more fun in your business. I'm your host, Julie Guest. Episode 87, 12 Smart Questions to Ask a Web Design Company. Your website is the single most important component of your marketing engine. No matter what ad campaigns you run, no matter how many social media platforms you're active on, no matter how many people you network with, all roads lead to your website. That's why building it the right way is essential to get right from the start. Let's start with some basics. There are essentially two kinds of business websites. The first is what I call the brochure website. Basically, these websites function pretty much like a brochure. It contains basic information, hopefully uses good imagery and simple navigation, and pretty much enables a business to be able to check the box on having an online presence. These are, of course, the most simple kinds of websites to have. People look at them like a form of a digital brochure when they get referred there by someplace else. This might be all your business is looking for. And for many businesses, it's all that's needed. But know that Google does not prefer this kind of website because it's short and simple and won't be regarded as an authority site where people will spend much time. So it may mean that your business is more buried in the Google rankings. So perhaps after all, maybe you're ready for your new website to actually help you attract new business, not gather virtual dust. And if you are, then that's where the second kind of website comes into play. The second kind of website is one that is an actual sales tool, meaning its goal is to attract new leads to it, and once they're on your website, it then gets visitors to take some kind of action on it. It might be downloading a free resource, reading a blog, joining a newsletter, or simply filling out a contact form. The purpose of having a website that works as a sales tool means you now have a marketing asset that you can leverage to build your customer list from, connect with people interested in learning more about your business, and so on. I talk more about how to do this in chapter 6 of my book, The Client Stampede. But know that any business can have this kind of website, even if you don't sell anything online. Typically, the sales tool style website is going to cost a lot more to have designed and built because it has more pages and takes a much higher level of marketing strategy and design skills to create than just a digital brochure style website. So now that we've discussed the two basic kinds of websites, let's move on to asking your web design company the right questions, which apply equally to both kinds of websites. So here's a list of the important questions to ask. Number one, what platforms do you use to build your websites on? If they say WordPress or Squarespace, exhale and move on to the next question. If they say we use our own custom platform or HTML programming, then move quickly. You don't want a website built on a custom platform as it will be slow, uber expensive and very difficult to update and you'll be locked in. WordPress or Squarespace are both excellent and well-proven platforms that offer all you need and they're strong enough to handle both small and enterprise-sized company websites. Number two, where would our website be hosted? This is an essential question to ask because you want to own the hosting. Otherwise, if your website company owns it, then the second you cancel services with them, your entire website is gone. Everything disappears into the ether. 
So what's website hosting? It's essentially the digital real estate you're renting to have your website appear on the internet. Website hosting is always paid for through a third party, for example, on GoDaddy or HostGator, or even on Squarespace, where they include hosting as part of the web design package. This is a cost that you want to pay for separately and own the account so you retain control of it. Number three, does your service include graphic design services and photo editing? For example, what happens if we want a new logo created or a more updated brand? Will the company do this for us? Will they edit photos, crop them, resize them? Or are you going to be expected to provide them with everything in a final format? Number four, who will write the content for our website? For example, will the company that you're interviewing include copywriting services? And can they rewrite your existing content to sound much more appealing to your target audience? Or are you going to be expected to send them all the page content and they'll just take what you give them and create online pages for it? Number five, what's your process for designing a new website? You need to know how many options you're going to have at each step of the process and how long do you have to approve things and how many rounds of revision are included. Number six, will you also connect and integrate our new website to all of our social media accounts and our email platforms? Number seven, what happens to our old website? This is a really important question to ask because if they're simply scrapping your old website and rebuilding you a new one, then this also means your website will have lost all its ranking history in Google, meaning how easy it is for someone to find you online. This is a big deal to have to start over on, so proceed with caution and make sure you understand exactly what the company is proposing to do before you give them the green light. Remember, there are no dumb questions, especially when it comes to the murky world of marketing. Number eight, how many pages will our website be? What happens if we want to add more pages as part of this project? And what happens if we want to add more pages after this project has been completed? Number nine, what happens if we want to upgrade or expand our website and add, for example, an e-commerce store or add a free download to our homepage? How would this work and how much would that cost? Number 10, what happens if there is a delay at your end? Number 11, what happens if there is a delay at our end? And number 12, are there any additional third-party costs or hidden fees that we haven't talked about yet? For example, image licensing fees. And once you've created our website, what happens then? It's essential that your business has the ability to manage your own website even if you don't want to. You should never have to pay a company to make changes to your website and be beholden to them. Find out if it's built on WordPress, who makes updates, what the additional monthly costs are, what kind of team training is available to teach you and your team, and how to add content. Here are some tips and traps to watch out for. Number one, make sure you always keep ownership and control of your website. For example, make sure your company owns your own domain, which is the www.yourbusiness.com, and never agree to transfer it to a website company. You can give them access to it to link to your new website, but never transfer your domain out of your own account and into theirs. Number two, ideally your company should also own the hosting, which we talked about earlier. So if you choose to cancel service, then your website doesn't get cancelled too. Number three, double check that your company owns all the content and is not licensing anything from the website company. This has become less common, but there are still unscrupulous companies who build websites and then rent them back to the clients in fine print. 
And number four, get clarity on any ongoing services. What are the additional costs to add pages, add downloads, or add e-commerce functionality? Now you're armed with the tough questions to ask. Your job of getting a new website is going to be so much easier. Plus, you'll impress the web design companies you interview. You can get a copy of today's show notes and get emailed a copy of all future episodes by visiting clientstampede.com forward slash email.